Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Just call me Swanee. Tiger style. Tiger style. Finally, finally, Clemson Sports Talk has come back to drive time. Hello, everybody. Lawton Swan back in the saddle. Once again, it is the show that shakes the Southland. Clemson Sports Talk for you each and every afternoon as you make your way around the great state of South Carolina and beyond listening to us on fantastic radio stations like Fox Sports Radio 1400 The Midlands, Sports Radio 100.1 The Fan in Florence, 920 a.m. in Manning. Good to be with you here on a Wednesday afternoon loaded program. NCAA Tournament Talk for you here today uh, on the all-in, the NCAA Tournament Edition. If you have questions about Clemson Tiger football, baseball, basketball, <laughs> underwater basket weaving. Hit us up. We'll talk about it. Our good buddy getting ready to join the show, though, Roddy Jones from the ACC Network. And you know me, I like to make sure that we've got everything all squared away uh, on the iHeartRadio app because, as I as I say, every once in a while we get a little hitch in the giddy-up. Sounds golden in my ears, uh, but occasionally does not sound golden in yours. I think a lot of people, though, watching the show uh, online – you guys don't have any issues, and so it's it's normally just those streaming. So sounds like we're fantastic, so we're going to rock and roll. We're going to get hooked up with Roddy Jones right now on Clemson Sports Talk again. You can be a part of the program, 803-450-0086, 803-450-0086. And the great thing about that is, is that you could text that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it comes right to my phone. You text me right now, this phone uh, will blink, so or or whatever you call it. It'll make a noise. It'll vibrate. It'll do something uh, when we get you on the line. So, again, head over to our website, ClemsonRadio.com. Get you there if you just absolutely hate typing. And uh, the Atlantic Coast Conference getting set to kick off the college football season. And nobody knows it better than Roddy Jones, former running back at Georgia Tech. And here's a guy whose Yellow Jackets will take on the Florida State Seminoles in their season opener in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Uh, and, of course, the Clemson Tigers go on the road on the national stage uh, at Wake Forest. So lots of games coming up this weekend. Roddy Jones joins us on the program today. Roddy, hope you're well, man. Hope you've had a good week. Well, and I have. Uh, it's game week, so it has been a very good uh, week to, to get in and start talking about some football. 
Man, I'm excited. Follow Roddy on Twitter at Roddy Jones 20 again with the ACC Network, Sirius XM. And last time we talked, Roddy, you didn't know when or where you would be this weekend. Do we do we have an update for the listeners? It's funny because like right after we got done is when we found out. I'll be I'll be at North Carolina for the Syracuse North Carolina game, and I'm actually going, which is uh which you know was up in the air obviously with everything going on. So I am excited to get to Keenan Stadium. I'll be one of the few in the stadium since they're having no fans. Uh, but I'm excited to see Carolina to see Carolina and Syracuse. Yeah, look, I know for everybody this year we're going to have to kind of take baby steps with it. I mean, we've already seen games. Uh, just this week that we thought we would get to be canceled out in the Big 12. And I I know that's something that's probably unavoidable across the board. Uh, As a guy who's in this as deep as you are with what you do, I mean, how much patience do fans and and the student-athletes and the coaches have to have, in your opinion, going into this year? you got to have a ton. Um, I I think – you know, Trevor Lawrence said it best. You know, he's going to go out and enjoy every game because you honestly don't know if you're going to be playing the next week. And you don't know uh, what could, what's going to happen down the line and what could cause this season to be to be shut down. Like, we, yeah. none of us really know. So uh, just enjoy. Enjoy all of it that you get to see, whether you're, whether you're a fan, a family member, a player. Uh, I just think what this offseason has taught us is you know, football largely is a reward um, that we get when we are when we are doing the right things as a group and when things are going right and and uh, it's a privilege that we get to have it's it's one of those things that's not important but is important to us so uh, enjoy it as much as you get it because I certainly am and I and I think I have a new appreciation for for uh, for certainly how it falls in my life and how it can be taken away. Again, the voice of Roddy Jones, he'll be on the Syracuse matchup at North Carolina. That's a noon kickoff on the ACC Network. His broadcast partner alongside him will be Wes Durham from Packer and Durham. And as you guys get together, Roddy, peel back the curtain just a little bit for our listeners. How much interaction during the week leading up to a ball game will you have with your play-by-play man as the analyst? So Wes and I go back a long time. So uh, we actually talk a, a decent amount. And, and the, the thing that's going to be different for us is, is Wes and I last year were with, with Eric Wood on the sideline, and we had the same producer director for every game other than a handful where we got shipped out uh, outside of the conference. That's going to be completely different this year. We, we've got a new producer um, each of the first two weeks that we know our games. Um, we're going to have a rotating sideline reporter because they are trying to have the sideline reporters uh, I, I think they're trying to have them be on site at all times. Uh, every game so far has had their sideline reporter on site. So in order to do that and limit travel, you largely have to regionalize and make it drivable for those people. So it'll it'll be a rotating thing for us. And, and there's no guarantee that we'll continue to do games in person. So when you when you factor all that in together, it's, it's really just Wes and I that we know we'll be together uh, just about every week, if not every single week. And then everyone around us is going to rotate. So that communication between the two of us uh, is always really good. And it has to be really good, especially this year, because we've got to be on the same page with how we're going to deal with certain situations and what we've done in the past and sort of the flavor that we want to give our broadcast, because they'll hear Wes's voice the most. They'll hear my voice the next most. So when you're on TV, we want you to be able to tune into our broadcast and know that it's that it's us, regardless of who's the producer, director, uh, or a person on the sideline. The things in Atlantic Coast Conference get underway Thursday night on the ACC Network. It's UAB at Miami. 
that'll be the first one in the league, and things will wrap up with an 8 o'clock start. Western Kentucky at Louisville that Saturday night with uh, Roy Philpot, who's a familiar name for the Tiger fans, used to host a show uh, in the upstate on 105.5 The Roar. Taking a look at the slate of games this weekend, is there any doubt in your mind that that Georgia Tech game at Florida State is probably the one to really keep your eye on just for setting the tone for those two teams and how important it might be? Yeah, I think I think that one um, certainly is because there's so many question marks and it's just an interesting matchup overall. Like Georgia Tech's going to be better on, on defense um, than they were a year ago, which they weren't terrible on defense a year ago they were pretty bad at stopping the run but the secondary was pretty talented so um i just think that like offensive line wise where georgia tech is is really weak um florida state's going to be able to take advantage of that because they've got a fantastic defensive line but you flip that the other way and can florida state take advantage of a weakness of georgia tech's on the defensive line i don't think they can that offense just hasn't been very good that offensive line hasn't been very good um, and, and the strength of Florida State's offense kind of plays to the strength of Georgia Tech's defense, which is on the perimeter and in the pass game. So it's just kind of an interesting matchup to me. Um, it's one of those sort of first game of the year. You never know what Jeff Collins and his crew are going to run out on offense. We don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be for Georgia Tech. So, so it, you know, it's just so many things up in the air that I think, yeah, that one's a pretty good one to keep an eye on. Uh, although Syracuse and UNC, I'm selling my game now, so go figure. But Syracuse and UNC should be a pretty good matchup, too. Another one that's kind of got a lot of questions to, to answer for both teams. Uh, North Carolina's offensive line is going up against the Syracuse defense. It's going to be completely different. They're going to send pressure from all over the place. And Syracuse secondary is really good. So they, uh, can they match up with this UNC receiving core? I think that's an interesting thing to keep your eye on. You know, looking at the other games in the Atlantic Coast Conference, Roddy, Duke at Notre Dame earlier in the week, or I guess, you know, these weeks, they all just kind of run together. Somebody told me the other day, they said, there's no markers. Like, there's nothing that you did that really identifies your day all that much to you know kind of hold true to form when things kind of happen. But Chase Bryce was named the starter at Duke at some point within the past seven days. I can't quite remember when. Uh, your thoughts not only about that, you know, Clemson fans are obviously tuned in, but they open up on the road at Notre Dame. And what do you think about the opportunity that Chase Bryce will have to play maybe not just two years at Duke, but with the new rule, uh, the new redshirt rule, he could play three years at Duke under David Cutcliffe. I know it's incredible, huh? Um, I, I think, I think the, the, the stage that Chase Bryce is going to be thrust into um, NBC game at Notre Dame. Uh, a lot of those Duke guys were, were some of those Duke guys were on that team the last time they went up there uh, and actually beat Notre Dame. Uh, but, but the stage is not going to be too big for him. Certainly with the crowd not being there, that helps, uh, that helps everybody. That's a good but point. Chase Bryce has seen the biggest stages. He's, he's been around the biggest stages. It, it doesn't, doesn't, it's not going to phase him at all. This is a good Notre Dame team, but uh, Chase Bryce was on that Clemson team that, that absolutely throttled Notre Dame. So Chase Bryce isn't going in there thinking this is the unbeatable Notre Dame, and, and maybe he can instill that confidence in the rest of his teammates. He's going to bring a dynamic to that offense that they absolutely did not have this last year. They were so- Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So limited by the quarterback position a year ago that it really hampered the entire offense. So I think this will be a great study in how much a quarterback can change things for you. Uh, David Cutcliffe is now calling the plays for the Duke Blue Devils. I don't know how to quantify the type of impact that'll have, but I think it certainly will have a have an impact because if David Cutcliffe's selling it, I'm buying it. I just trust in what he, he who he is and what he has done and, and what he is doing so much. So uh, that one's an interesting game to me. I think it's going to be a closer game than the, uh, than the spread would suggest. You know, I, I think that the Tiger fans out there will be rooting hard for Chase Bryce. It's one of those transfers, and, and this is kind of – yeah, this is how – and you know this all too well from just being a former player at Georgia Tech. Roddy Jones, by the way, here with us on Clemson Sports Talk. Uh, it is a it is a love-hate relationship that fans have with former players for whatever reason. Some guys can leave, and you never like them again for whatever reason, maybe – Tiger fans might point to Kelly Bryant. Other guys leave like Chase Bryce, and and Tiger fans just love them because they, you know, the, of the way they they left the program. I don't know if it's fair or unfair, but it is the reality of college football. Yeah, it certainly is, and it seems like more often than not, Clemson has those guys that you root for when they leave. I mean, even even when uh, like Tavian Feaster left last year, now him going to South Carolina was a little bit different, right? But when when it, the rumors were that he would go somewhere other than South Carolina, you know, I think had he gone somewhere other than that, you'd have been like, all right, I'm going to root for that dude because uh, because of the way he left the program. He did his time. He wanted to go someplace where he could start for a year. So I think Clemson fans certainly understood it. And by and large, Clemson fans have had that. I mean, Hunter Johnson leaving was another example of a, you know, Dabo Sweeney and the president of Clemson were like, Hunter, you have done everything. You've been an upstanding individual. Go take care of what you need to take care of at Northwestern. Right. You just don't see that very often. So the way Dabo talked about Hunter and, and Chase Bryce and even Tavian Keister, all the, the going to South Carolina aside, the way he talks about those guys, uh, it, it just makes you, you know that the culture there is such that these guys don't want to leave Clemson. They're just going for better opportunities to play on the field somewhere else. Roddy, this is something I don't know if you can quantify or measure, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has played on the biggest stage. He's won a national title, lost a national title. How much can what he's done this offseason off of the field help him on the field? Does it translate at all? I don't know if it translates on the field. I I just feel like Trevor is such a mature uh, young adult that he is compartmentalizing what's going on. Like, uh, and you, you kind of heard it in that interview the other day. You know, the headline became Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence said, I am not an activist. And, and like, that is meant to be sort of um, thought-provoking and, and get you in to what he is, is thinking and meant to get clicks. But I saw that as, as Trevor saying, look, I'm just trying to be a good person. Yeah, right. And uh, these are my teammates, and I love them, and, I, and I'm just trying to help. Like, I'm not going to label myself any of these things. And that's kind of what I feel like Trevor is doing. Like, he wants to be a quarterback, a, a good Christian, and a good person. After that, like, the labels don't matter to him. And so everything that's going on the, off the field, I, I don't think any of that stuff is going to impact him on the field at all. And if it does, it'll be it'll be in a positive way. Like, it'll be because his teammates love him even more than they did, which I don't know if it's possible because his teammates absolutely <laughs> love him. 
so um so I, I just think he has hit all the right notes you know the 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 headlines that came out of the interview that he did the other day i thought were a little unfair to the interview and to what trevor was trying to communicate whether you feel good about him saying he's not an activist or bad about it um but i think trevor's done such a good job managing all of it i have no doubt that he's going to be sensational this year yeah you know you you mentioned his faith and that's something i saw somebody say the other day they said you you can't have scripture in your mouth and hate in your heart and i think that's what trevor lawrence is is trying to, to to prove is that look uh, just because we may not disagree or disagree on everything uh, perfectly, I'm willing to be accepting of others and their differences. And I mean, watching this guy's empowering because here I am 43 and I'm going, man, I'm glad I didn't have those mics on in front of me right now. You and me both. I mean, the things that I said when I was uh, whatever of Trevor's age is 20 or 21, yeah, the things that 20, I said I there sounded nothing like the things that Trevor Lawrence are saying. Let me just say that. So, um, he is, he has been such a, a shining light in all of college football this year, uh, for the way he has lent his voice to a myriad of different issues and the way he's carried himself. I mean, like Trevor Lawrence, Oh, and by the way, he got engaged this off season. So congratulations to him. <laughs> uh, but but he, this is a guy who's living under the brightest lights, whose every word is scrutinized and all he does is just carry himself in an incredible way. So w- when you talk about, uh, guys who have, who have emerged, like if you're if you're an NFL team, how do you take anybody other than this dude number one overall? He's got incredible talent. You know he's going to be a great example for your for your your program for your yeah. team. Like how how do you not buy into that? I don't I don't know I don't know. All right, let's talk about it. Clemson at Wake Forest, seven thirty. That's on ABC for the Tiger fans that are tuning into the show that shakes the Southland. Our guest every Wednesday, Roddy Jones of the ACC Network. Here, former running back at Georgia Tech. I get the feeling, Roddy, that playing in Winston-Salem minus fans is going to be so advantageous for a guy like Trevor Lawrence and this Clemson offense, not just because there's no fans to really rattle you, but I think at, at moments he's just going to feel like it's a, a, you know, a spring game or a scrimmage. He's going to have a little more fun, maybe be a little more loose, and I think he's really going to play well. I agree with you there. I think that, um, you know, Clemson's just kind of got this attitude like, hey, man, let's roll out the ball and go play. And, yeah, usually we play in front of 80,000. But ultimately, uh, you know, it, it kind of almost distills it down to what these guys actually enjoy doing the most, which is playing football. Where you take away the fans, you take away sort of the distractions around it, um, and, and you take it down to its bare, its bare bones of just football. Uh, and they're going to be able to go and cut it loose. And um, I was talking earlier today. I don't know if there's another team in the country. I can't remember another team that it's going to have as many new faces in the starting lineup as Clemson that we're saying, yeah, they're going to be just fine. Because, you know, when you think about the fact that you're replacing four starters on the offensive line, the right. best two receivers, a first round safety in Isaiah Simmons, safety slash linebacker, first round corner in AJ Terrell, two draft picks at safety. Like that's a lot to replace. And yet, I don't think Clemson is going to to uh, to look like they're replacing those guys at all. I think they'll be fine at receiver, offensive line. They won't have much trouble in this game, although Boogie Basham can create some issues. Tyler Williams, I think, is pretty good for Wake as well. But uh, I am excited to see this team just go out and cut it loose. Because as you said, without fans, to me, I think they're going to go out and feel like, hey, let's go, let's just go play ball like it's a, a Saturday in Death Valley uh, where we're just scrimmaging and there's nobody here. 
I'm with you. Follow him on Twitter again, Roddy Jones 20. He'll be on the call this weekend, Syracuse at North Carolina. That's a noon kickoff on the ACC Network alongside West Durham. And then Taylor Davis will be on the sidelines. Roddy, hope you have safe travels, man, and look forward to catching up with you again next Wednesday to recap the weekend. Appreciate it a lot. I'm looking forward to it. Roddy Jones, what, what a guy. Love having him on. What an asset to this program, huh? 803-450-0086, 803 Lots to take away. Coming up on the program, hour number two, Brett Cianci of Pick 6 Previews will join us. We'll also have Terrence Oglesby on to talk about the, the, the conversations that are abound right now in the NCAA, and we'll get to this uh, shortly here on the program in hour number one as well about expanding the NCAA tournament uh, not from 64 to 128 or wherever you want to think it is now. I don't I don't really like the first four, so I go 64. <laughs> but uh, not from 64 to 128, but uh, 64 to, mm, I don't know, everybody. So we'll talk about that a little bit. We've also got a uh, message out to try to hook up with Coach Brad Brownell as well, but we'll talk with Terrence Oglesby in hour number two about his thoughts on that front. But when we get back, we'll react to some of what Roddy had to say about the opening weekend and the full slate of games in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Your thoughts, questions, text, or more, hit us up any way you want, and we will try to work you into the airways also. Roddy Jones on the guest line just a few minutes ago on Twitter at Roddy Jones 20, man. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, you know, when, when when we start putting together the guests each and every year, because, I mean, we, we do keep some flow throughout. Uh, Roddy's been a guy I've wanted on this show for a while, and to get hooked up with him, it's been great. It's been great. Irma says, roll tide. Thanks, Irma. I know the tide are ready to get rolled. Is that how it, is that how it works? Yeah, I tell you, I think Clemson and Alabama, both teams got great chances to get uh, into the college football playoff. Uh, I know that, you know, nationally, minus the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, uh, as I've said here, it it really, really opens things up for not just – and some people have projected a two-loss team getting into the college football playoff for the first time. I don't know – I don't know if I'm comfortable going there just yet, honestly – I it where I really struggle, and we could talk about what Roddy had to say in just a little bit. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, man. The more I I went back to my picks that we made last week on the show, and I told you, like I, I waffle back and forth so much on where that fourth team is going to come from. I think clearly the winner of the Atlantic Coast Conference is going to be in. I think clearly the winner of the Big Twelve is going to be in. I think clearly the winner of the SEC is going to be in. Now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What we don't know is that that's a heavy buy on my part. 
in Oklahoma out of the, the Big 12. I've seen other people that think maybe Oklahoma State and Chuba Hubbard this year will find their way in. But if Spencer Rattler can deliver in in that system that Lincoln Riley has built at Oklahoma, I don't really have a reason today to say uh, no to, to the Sooners. I really don't have a reason today to say no to Alabama. I really don't have a reason today to say no to Clemson. So that leaves me one spot at this point. Because when you're making, predict- when you're making predictions like this, I mean, you do, you have to go with some certainties in your mind's eye. Like, you can't just go, well, maybe it's these eight. I can tell you who the eight are, but I got to get it to four. So I got to say, okay, if I got to be certain about it, then I got to say Oklahoma, Alabama, and Clemson right out of the gates, and everybody else out there is thinking, forget you, pal. Thanks for nothing. But that leaves you a spot. It leaves you a spot. And... I feel like Clemson is not going to split with Notre Dame. I just don't think they're going to split with with the Fighting Irish. So I start looking at where do I think a team is going to take a loss. Georgia's got to play Alabama. I think Georgia's more than talented enough to win out. I, I I struggle with Florida being that team the more I look at it, thinking about them playing LSU this year as well. But if I just assume that Georgia's only loss is to Alabama and then they play them again in the SEC championship, I, I have to believe Alabama beats them again. Knocking Georgia out, and that's a two-loss Georgia team at that point. And at and, 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 and that moment, like I, I see Irma saying, what about you know, Irma? Even the the Alabama fan says Georgia, but I think Alabama is going to be Georgia twice this year. And when that happens, you start to peer around. Notre Dame's going to have, I think, two losses to Clemson. I I don't believe LSU minus everything they've lost, including Jamar Chase the other day and the defensive tackle the other day that that. And the other eighteen guys to the NFL, whatever ridiculous number they're sitting on, that that team is capable of having this special year that they had a season ago. I mean, I that I, I default back to Florida. Like I almost almost accidentally trip up and end up in Gainesville. It's like, oh, here we go. Dan Mullen gonna put up a ten plus win season. Well, maybe not with the you know, with the games they play, but he's been in double digits the past couple of years. Kyle Trask is, I think, a better choice right now at quarterback than wherever George is going at this point, minus Jamie Newman. I may be selling Florida short by th- thinking they're going to backdoor their way in. I mean, given the situation at, at Georgia right now at quarterback, listen, they are low. I can't deny, I can't deny, cannot deny Kirby Smart's recruiting. I can question some of the things that have gone on in their program. Uh, maybe the way they recruit, maybe even over-recruit positions and guys might be sort of forced out. The practices that go on there. I'll let Georgia fans beat me up on 
bringing that to the light. If they don't like it, just follow the trends on some of the stuff that's gone on. Um, but he is an elite level recruiter. He's a he's a win at all cost type recruiter. Uh, he he's kept his name in the game with a kid like Corey Foreman from the West Coast. And if you kept up with everything on our website, ClemsonSportsTalk.com, even though there are a lot of Clemson Tiger fans out there that feel like, uh oh, well, Foreman's not coming from Centennial High School in Corona, California, across the country to Clemson. I would argue his recent visit to Georgia brings to light the fact that he's still willing to leave. So, all that being said, all that being said, I think that, you know, right now, if I have to pick where that second team's coming from, or that the second team from a Power 5 league, the way things I think are going to set up, I, I just keep going back to the SEC. And I fall at Florida every time. Now, Florida could get beat by LSU. Florida could get beat by Georgia and just completely be out of the equation. And that that role may shift you know, to another league, to another team somewhere else. But, man, when, when you don't have Ohio State and Penn State and Michigan and and uh, Oregon and Southern Cal, and I'm not saying all those teams would have been in the mix, but when you don't have those as your, like, fallback teams, dude, you start getting the teams that you would never fall back to in a regular season. And that's kind of where I am. On the SEC. That's kind of where I am. 803-450-0086. Appreciate Irma and Bama Nation peeking over the fence uh, and hanging out with us today. So you could continue to peek over the fence at the best radio show in the nation. Ah, thank you. Appreciate that. We had a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finally react to what Roddy Jones had to say on the show that shakes the Southland. It is the show that shakes the Southland. Your show, the people show, ClemsonSportsTalk.com for Gamecocks, Bulldogs, Yellow Jackets, Seminoles, and even the Crimson Tide hanging out with us today. Irma, peeking over the fence, having a good time. Thanks, Irma. Always good to hear from, uh, get another perspective uh, from everybody. Irma says Bama's going to win it all. Chris chimes into the program. He says, Swanee, which receiver do you feel emerges the number one target for the tiger offense in 2020 and 2021 you know chris this is this is a good question because we know that joseph ingata and frank ladson are are still trying to get back uh to 100 percent after being out for being in the protocol not the concussion protocol. And so here are these two young men who have immense levels of talent. Uh, if you if you had a chance to see the interview with Joseph Ngata yesterday, you recognize a very unique young man who is, we interviewed him back in high school, you know, when he was coming out of the state of California uh, on this show. And, I mean, even then, you could tell he was a very cerebral. He's very uh, smart about his game. 
And I, I can imagine that film study for that young man is something that he prides himself on. I think it's something that, you know, the fact that he is listed right now on the depth chart as a kick returner, you know he's got elite speed in the open field. They believe in what he can uh, do in the open field. And we haven't seen him like we, you know, you kind of saw T Higgins emergence a few seasons ago. You kind of saw Justin Ross's emergence a few years ago. You you haven't seen any, and because of Higgins and Ross, he hasn't had that opportunity to emerge. I think that this is an opportunity for him to really showcase what he can do. Now, my trust falls more in line with a guy like Amari Rogers. But if we're going to talk about you know taking the top off of the defense, um, being the guy in in you know in that role, I, I think I would lean a little more on Engada right now than Frank Ladson. Um, the player I'm rooting for, and I've been rooting for, is Cornell Powell. I think Cornell Powell's story, much like DeAndre Overton a year ago is so worth just sticking with. A guy that stayed with the program, could have left the program, could have been down about things, but has taken a leadership role. I don't know if he'll choose to use the additional year that he gets, but this is a kid that could play for two more seasons at Clemson. Two more seasons. I don't know if he would, but if he could have a breakout year this year, because... Prior to the, I mean, he's not an NFL player. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna get. Not gonna get taken. Prior to this season, but if he had a big year this year, he might work his way into talk about a late round pick. But if he had two very productive years, now you're, you know, now you're talking. And so hopefully, you know, he's a kid I'm rooting for. I I think I'll lean on Ingata. At this point. And again, this season is going to be unique. I mean, there's no doubt. We already saw earlier this week Oklahoma State and Tulsa having to cancel. Uh, L- La Tech and Baylor uh, had to postpone their season opener that was set for this weekend in Waco, Texas. And I, I actually heard a guy today say, yeah, but it's not because of COVID. No, it might not be directly because of COVID. Like, it might not be that, oh, there's 50 players with COVID. But COVID has affected their ability to practice and prepare and to get ready for the game. And so it's kind of because of COVID. Right? It kind of is. Like, if lightning strikes your house and then your house burns down, well, yeah, fire did the damage. But lightning, lightning was what caused it. Players being out and and guys not being able to practice might not be something that you know comes with large numbers enough to like make people's radars go off, but that's what's caused it. Like, what's the root of the issue? And it is still COVID nineteen. So, you know, we've seen games get moved. 
Uh, Temple season opener at Navy was moved from September 26th already back to October the 10th. You know, I don't know if we're going to see teams playing 10 game schedules and some playing six. I mean, I have no, I have no idea. But I remember several months ago, I think Mark Packer was on the program with us, and, and we talked to him. By the way, coming up on the show today, uh, in hour number two, Brett Siancia of Pick 6 Previews and former Clips of Tiger basketball player Terrence Oglesby will join us to talk about the expanded, potentially expanded NCAA tournament. But Mark Packer you know, said something to the effect, if, you, if I, you could guarantee me eight games right now, I'd take it. And I think everybody would. Even still today, even as close as we've gotten, if I just told you, well, you're only going to get eight. To a person, I think everybody would say, yep, give me that. Give me that. Again, you want to text us, you can, 803-450-0086, 803-450-0086. That's the text line. That's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also call that number and leave us a message and join us as well that way. So we'll play your uh, message here on the show. Irma wants to know if I feel threatened by LSU this year. Not really. Not at this point, Irma. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think uh, Alabama at this point needs to feel overly concerned uh, about LSU. Yeah, they are. They are. They have a lot of talent. Um, but on September the 9th, I'm going to reserve my judgment on what that team is because of everything they've lost. And recapturing that magic that they had a year ago, not easily done. It's not easily done, especially given the losses they've had. 803-450-0086. All right, so we'll hit a quick break. I've mentioned the NCAA tournament stuff here, and I know we got Terrence Ogles to be coming up, but this is some big, weird, interesting news out of the NCAA, or more specifically out of the ACC, and we'll touch on it next. If you like the show, share the show. Clemson Sports Talk, Lawton Swan with you on a beautiful, I think, Wednesday. Kind of calm, overcast skies. Not roasting like most of the summer days. It was humid today when the little rain came through, uh, depending on where you are and when you are. Uh, By the way, full podcast of the show, ClemsonSportsTalk.com. Lots of great content. Oh, our schedule wallpapers. Our scheduled wallpapers are up. We may give you a sneak peek of that if you're watching the show in a little bit. Okay, so... (laughs) I don't know if I want to call it the absurdity of what was proposed from the Atlantic Coast Conference earlier today, but it kind of feels a bit absurd to me that every team uh, in the NCAA would be in the... NCAA tournament. Uh, ACC coaches have proposed uh, an expanded 2021 tournament to include every Division One team. I don't. I don't believe, based on what I've seen, that this would be a all the time thing. And again, it would only add what three rounds, two games, you know, two two games to some teams. To get you down to the 64 and and let it go from there. 
Mike Krzyzewski saying this is not a regular season. It's clearly an irregular season that will require something different. Our sport needs to be agile and creative. And the coaches want to pull this off, you know, at least for just this one year. The thing about it, and I know it's not going to be a normal season, and I get it's not going to be forever, but there's always been something magical to me about the conference tournaments. There's always been something magical about the chance to make a run to get into the NCAA tournament. And I I just think that that aspect... I just think that that aspect of it is... I don't. I don't know if you call that. That's a what, what do you call it? Where is uh, non-negotiable for me to take that away? You know, look. When we talk about the college football playoff, I've always kind of been an eight-team guy. Six, eight, six, eight, somewhere in there. I don't think it waters down the regular season too much. I don't think any of this. I don't you know, I just think that six to eight teams would be would be fine. I knew when we had two, two was wrong. I knew two was wrong. Four is good, six is good, eight is fine as well in the NCAA in, in, in college football. But everybody in for this season. If that happens, Mike Krzyzewski said in a statement, there's no better way to celebrate the game than involving every team in the most prestigious basketball tournament on the planet. Yeah, unless I guess you're the NIT. (laughs) Who, who who, Who are you hosting? I, I, I love, I love the compassionate thought. I hate the idea of how it would look. Brad Brownell, you can read it over on ClemsonSportsTalk.com, said, quote, what a better way to reward players. What better way, excuse me, to reward players. Logistics, figuring it out. I don't know, but the ACC unanimously voting that this is something they would be interested in seeing in 2020. Chris Mack, head coach at Louisville, said for the past 21 years, for the last 21 Wednesdays, we as ACC head coaches have been meeting to discuss options for college basketball in 2020-2021. We are united. The safety of our players is paramount. The ability to incentivize the regular season without mandating a select number of non-conference and conference games provides better options and flexibility for all member institutions. As ACC head coaches, we strongly believe it's in the game's best interest to have an all-inclusive 2021 NCAA tournament. 
Brad Brownell said, as we embark on the 2020-2021 season, we know there are many unforeseen challenges ahead. This is the time to think differently. We as ACC head coaches believe an all-inclusive NCAA tournament is the best way to excite, unite, and engage the college basketball community after all the players have been through. What better way to reward them than the opportunity to compete in an unprecedented version of the most exciting event in sports? Do you like the idea? Too big? Too much? I mean, again, for me, I don't like... I don't like... not having any value in the conference tournament. None. I would even wonder, I would even maybe propose, what if you did 128 and 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 have the conference tournaments mean something? Or, or, or maybe, I mean, okay, I'm going to yield and say I'll agree. I'll agree to the big field. But if you win your conference tournament, you're one of the teams that gets a buy. I mean, something. Give me some juice on the, the, the conference tournament at least. Everybody's in. Congratulations. <laughs> Great job, guys. You made the tournament. That is a, that is a strange one. Very strange. Flipping it back to football. Brett Siancia Pick 6 Previews joins us right after the break. Stay with us for more Clemson Sports Talk. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 